been good. I've been spending a lot of time in this spot. Um, <laughs> this is your this is your temp office. Haven't moved uh, in you know out of this spot in the last week and a half. I got to try to figure out a better setup though because I'm sitting on these stools. I sit on a stool when I do this. By the way, if you didn't I've know that. I've also been sitting on a stool because my chair has officially broken. I saw that Instagram story. <laughs> I was gonna say something, then I kind of like just went to the next story and I never went back. Yeah, no, it's the stools are not comfortable. No. And, um, a lot of times if I'm on them for like two hours or so, like I get up and I'm like, oh god, this is brutal. Uh, I've been I've been here though a lot of times over the last week I started out my first call uh, with my entire team that first Wednesday that we were out uh, I used a mic because I was like I don't know if the computer audio was gonna pick up my hot water heater which is right there mm -hmm. um, so I was like well I don't want to be drowned out by it so I started the call and, and I got a lot of shit for using the microphone <laughs> and I was just like all right fine you're gonna hear the freaking hot water heaters so be it Hi, I'm Michelle, an entrepreneur and creative business coach. Hi, I'm Steve, and I'm a social media and digital content strategist. We're friends with a shared passion for creativity in all its forms. Through this podcast, you'll find ideas to help up your game and share experiences with a community of creatives who understand what it's like to work and create in a digital world. If the episode you're about to hear sparks something inside you, share your voice by connecting with us on social media, at pod4creatives on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So it's 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 funny that like since this whole like corona outbreak has has hit we really haven't we haven't like we this is the, our means of talking is through this 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 Skype call and yet like we haven't really talked to each other until like what the 14th day here or so give or take and it's like I've talked to so many other people through like Webex and Google Hangouts and I figured I'd be talking to you more frequently, but yet, no, two weeks go by and now we're finally connecting. But this is old hat for us. Like, we do this all the time. Yeah. Well, what's funny is the last time we podcast, which is the last time we video chatted, <gasps> like, all hell broke loose in between when we started the call and when we ended the call. Like, we kind of yeah. um, ended, well, we ended recording and then you, you picked up your phone and you started reading me. <laughs> Tom oh. Hanks has got coronavirus. <laughs> All the news. Tom Hanks, the NBA made their announcement. I think the NHL had made their announcement. And I feel like there was something else that happened just in that however long we were recording, an hour. And it's just, it's crazy how fast things happen and how much has changed since we last uh, did this. But yeah. yeah, going back to what you said, this is... Things haven't changed really for us because I know that there's now been, you know, rise of the of the video chats and people are getting more connected through texting and stuff. But like, this is this is what our friendship is really, because <laughs> we did post a little uh, cheeky social media post during kind of when the the first of the quarantines were happening, and you had mm. the idea. You said, "Why don't we put something up and just say." um social distancing since... yeah we've been social distancing since 2017 yeah and i meant to put up the sub caption not that i meant to i thought of this after i posted it i'm like yeah we once went 14 years without seeing each other and like yeah it works yeah and we're fine we're still standing <laughs> you can sustain your friendships so i have found it interesting that even in this day and age in 2020 like the major complaint from from people forget the coronavirus and social distancing like the major complaint from people is is that we don't we're not connected person to person face to face enough anymore all we do is through like 
you know, phones and video chats and, and, and Google hangouts and whatever it is. And like, now that's all we have. And everybody was like, thank God we have these things. And it's, you know, and it's, it's just so funny where it's like, you know, but this is what we do. Like, this has been okay. And this is, this has been acceptable. I don't think it's that big of a leap for a lot of people to do this, certainly being isolated, but I don't think the technology piece of this is that big of a leap. If anything, it's more, it's more normal than it isn't. Mm -hmm. I was thinking that when uh, I was out for a walk the other day and I saw a girl walking and she had her phone up in front of her and she had her headphones on and, you know, she was clearly having a conversation or maybe she was watching something. And I was just thinking like, you know, five years ago, if you saw that, you'd be like, what? Like, what is she doing? But no one bats an eye now. That's like totally normal social behavior, even before the virus. Yeah. There's a great George Carlin stand up line that I think he did back in. I want to say it was 2001. He did this show, but he was talking about people who walk around on, on hands free headsets and he's just making fun of him. He's like, hey, spaceman. And he does this whole thing. And, and but like now, like I pass somebody talking to themselves and, you know, you know, they have a, a, a you know, a Bluetooth in or something. And it's just, you know, it's commonplace. That's fine. Yep. Not a problem. I get it. It's accepted. And I just, you know, there's been a lot of things to get used to in this, in this, uh, in this virus and, and how society is sort of adjusting to everything. For me, the least bit concerning has been, uh, how we stay connected with one another. I don't think that has changed that drastically. I have to be honest and I want to hear your thoughts on this too. I like this. I like being social in this way. Maybe it's an introvert thing. Maybe I just really love technology. Maybe it's a, a convenience factor that we can do this from inside our homes and be comfy. But I feel like in the little bit of chatting that I've done in the last couple of weeks in, in quarantine, they've been really fun, good discussions. And some of them um, have been, you know, with people that I normally don't talk to regularly. Yeah, I kind of like it, too. Um, I don't like the reason. but mm -hmm. I, I, I should have I, said I, that. You can be the nice guy and say it. <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll come in and save this uh, <laughs> this portion of the podcast. Um, I, I, I don't like the reason, but I, I don't I don't hate how it's being done. You know, I, I don't feel like I'm any less connected to people. And yet I feel a lot more comfortable when I'm connecting with people. And it's not an anxiety thing. You know, I, I don't think it's anything like you know, it, difficult conversations, you know, because you have to factor in like the work part of this too now where we're all sort of doing this. But I, I feel more connected to people on my team at work than I think I might have, you know, two weeks ago, three weeks ago when we were back in the office. I'm able to get in touch with people. They're able to reach out to me. I think people right now, let's see where this sort of goes because I think a number of weeks are going to go by and, and like anything else, you get adjusted and, and comfortable with something and you sort of tend to slide back a little bit in terms of how eager you are to be responsive. But, um, you know, I hope that's not the case, but I, you know, right now I feel like so many people are like, you know, especially on my team, they're, they're, they're busting their butts. They're throwing themselves fully into this, this model of, of, of work from home. Um, you know, we haven't had that on our team prior to this time period. So I think people are doing their best to adjust and it's been fun to watch that sort of take off and watch people really grab hold of that and, you know, basically live a lifestyle, you know, from a professional standpoint that, you know, you've basically been, been living for, for, for quite some time. Do you have like this, like, do you have this feeling of watching everybody do this and you're just like, 
you know, like standing there like, yeah, I've been doing this for a while or like, you know, or do you feel like the other way of, of, of just like, you know, it, not jealous? Yeah. I mean, I feel like everyone's just been thrown into this and I'm just super impressed at how quickly people like, including you guys have been able to rally and figure out how to get systems in place and then educate the users on how to use everything. And some people are already to to the content point, obviously not happy with anything that's going on in the world right now, but it's really cool. It is really cool that we're able to to do all of this stuff, that yeah. all of this stuff has always been available to us. And I think that we probably were going there anyway, eventually, but now it just happened like within weeks and it, yeah. it just shows what we're capable of when we need to make things happen. I, that's a great point. And I feel like we're kind of, you know, we've proven that so that if this, not that if this happens again, but like, even if it's opened up that we can actually start doing more of this in our work situation up here, like there should be no doubt that it can get done and there should be no worried about, you know, worrying from people above us that we can actually do this and meet demands and not miss a beat. I think I feel like everyone has joined the party is kind of what I keep thinking. We joked about this the other day when we were uh, texting that I've had a number of people say to me, oh, Michelle, now now we're just like you. And <laughs> <laughs> sometimes the tone is like, not so like, we're just like you now, like excited, like, oh, like we're now we're like you. Like they're looking down on on like, you know, they feel like they're like, you know, with like the river rats here like it's just yeah. a weird feeling yeah yeah the river rats Slum lord <laughs> nice 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 pull um nice. shout out to uh An albany thing, yeah. shout out to albany and yeah. the new jersey devils although i don't they're not connected anymore um and i don't think the river rats aren't a don't anymore, even exist actually. yeah no sad yeah, but it's not a reference so sad, that all of like four people are going to probably get who listen to this. But it's a, it's <laughs> two it of them a, are on this call right now. <laughs> it was a terrible team name anyway, so was, I never yeah, liked I never it. Really got the connection. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess people have thought I'm a river rat, but I think what they a lot of that a lot of these people have meant is now we're going to work from home and do a lot of things more digitally in the way that that you do them, but. Um, yeah, it, it's been really fun to see other people communicating through through video chats, which is, you know, it's all almost all of my work is done that way. And all of my teaching is done that way. But also just seeing people use technology more, I think has been um, really fun for me. Uh, this is not professionally, um, it doesn't have anything to do with professional work. But probably my favorite thing to come out of this so far in my personal life is that my family, my extended family, so this is cousins and aunts and uncles, and then my my immediate family have started something called Top Chef COVID-19 edition, where mm. we are posting, texting each other photos of like what we make for dinner every night. And then we have a, a vote on who wins for the evening. And you know, it, it started very simply and because of the amount of people who are involved in this and that my family is, I think, pretty creative um, has, you know, now we have we have judges and we have a, a, a rule book that has been written like over the course of the last how, five days. How, how competitive has this become? 
uh, it's been it's been pretty competitive, and there have been a couple fights that have broken out because you know there's a lot of opinions on the line, and we I have an Italian family, so there are a lot of people who think that they are um, the best chefs in the world. <laughs> but we've also had like our um, non-Italian spouses get involved in this too. And we actually, like our winner out of this week was my, my cousin's husband who's, who's Irish. So we had a like, kind of like a dark horse winner. But it has been incredibly fun and so entertaining. And uh, we've even taken it a step further. I will link to this in the show notes. This isn't, it's, it's public in that you can access it, but private in that only my family knows about it. My sister, Laura, started an Instagram account for it. So you can, anyone can follow along with our... Um, what is this? When, have... Steve, you're going to be... Well, you you know my sister, so she won't think it's weird, but you're going to be the first <laughs> the first non-family member follower. Yeah. It is called Good Competish. So it's the word good and then C-O-M-P-E-T-I-S-H. And we only have... Two posts at the time that we are recording this. Um, Joe P's. This is Joe P's butcher block. Yeah. So Joe P is is my uncle Joe. He is he is the. Um, now I'm I'm gonna mess this up. He may be the commissioner. He's the one who started this whole thing. But my dad may have stepped into the commissioner role. I lost track along the way. But um, yeah, when you have time later, Steve, you can go through the the first story, and you could definitely see um, Laura's voice in. Uh, all her her commentary behind each of the the dishes. This is um, a really cool idea. I'm 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 mild. Okay, I'm a little jealous. A little jealous. Well, if you want to have an honorary submission, I'll see what I can do. What's the definition of family? Is really what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also I think that you're like my family all all knows who you are, and my uncle Joe is a big fan of the podcast. So yeah, maybe you I, can... it would just roll off the tongue. Cousins. <laughs> Uh, uncles, nieces, <laughs> nephews, co-hosts. It just sort of flows, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. How about you? What what has been your favorite social thing, either that you've experienced or that you've seen come out of this? I love, just from working in education, I love watching things that teachers are doing to connect with their students. I think that's been some of the sweetest content that I've seen in a long time. Um, and you're watching and you're hearing stories about you know, students, and I understand that younger students might be more apt to do this than some older students, but even older students, I've seen this, this, you know, this play out on, on Twitter and some other social networks, but, um, you know, just how much they miss their teachers. And, and when a teacher does do a video or reads a story, you know, uh, to them and records it and sends it to them, like the excitement that the kids have when they see that, you know, this is something that I think that we're not, you know, always so conscious of. We know schools are closed right now. And we know, you know, there's a bigger burden that's being placed on on parents. And I don't mean burden in the sense of, oh, you actually have to parent your kids. But I mean, like you're cooking, you're cleaning, you're doing three meals a day. You're now playing the role of teacher. You're you know, you're you're going out and, and, and risking your health to go grocery shopping. I mean, there's a lot of things that you're trying to take on, not only explaining to kids why this is happening and, you know, how this is going to sort of change some things. So like, you know, but we're not really thinking about like kids are out of that routine too. And, and to not be connected to their teacher, you know, whom they, they spend so much of their days with, you know, 10 months out of the year. So to see, you know, teachers almost immediately from when they were home, you know, send something out within a day or two, just sort of saying like, 
you know, we miss you. We're going to get through this. You know, we can't wait to see you again soon. And, you know, I think that is just some of the sweetest stuff. And it's really made me very, you know, proud of some of our school accounts and, 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 you know, the, the, the content that's being kind of curated and put together, um, because it's making a difference, I think for kids at home, making this time a little easier, making it easier for parents to see that connection. So that's been great. I really, I I've enjoyed a lot of a lot of that. I've tried to share a lot of stuff out on my Twitter account this last week that some of our districts and other districts around the country are doing and because I believe it needs to get some some recognition. I'd love to link to some of those in the show notes. I was actually going to ask you that um, if because I did see the few that you posted on Twitter, but if there are any others, like if you didn't want to flood your feed, maybe we can make a, a little con- a collection of your favorites. Yeah, sure. I'd love to do that. No, I think it's just been it's been great. It's been really, really sweet. And I think you know, you need to, you know, kids need to remember that, you know, the, the world will get back to itself again at some point in time. And anytime you can remind them of that and, and the ways that you can show them that I think, I think matters greatly. Yeah. I'm really glad that we're recording this right now. Um, I think that the last time we recorded, we were a little hesitant to talk about this because we were actually planning on doing an episode about how you shouldn't <laughs> have a, a voice in every single trending topic or or every discussion that's going on and but now I think my thoughts at least for this situation have changed in that I think it's going to be really cool to have this period of time documented. A lot of you know I'm writing a book right now and it takes place during 9/11 and I do I haven't busted it out yet. I feel like I'm I'm saving it. I don't know for what, I guess, for maybe for for a moment where I feel like I just have complete writer's block. But I do have a diary that I still, not not that I used it regularly, but I do remember writing around that time, around 9-11. And I'm definitely going to pull it out and, and read it and see what I wrote. But I wish that I had more documentation from that time, um, whether it was like, you know, saved conversations with friends or, you know, obviously technology was, was different then, so we didn't really have podcasting and YouTube maybe. But um, in my research, I, I've been trying to, like, go back and find, like, radio broadcasts, um, like Z100 is what, what I used to listen to when I was, you know, younger and, like, living in New York. And I was able to find on YouTube, like, the broadcast from that morning and just how they handled it. Um, I just think that after we come out of all this and we're looking back on it 10 years later, that it's going to be really cool to see, like, I guess the evolution that happened, like the good things that came out of it. And definitely a lot of those, like the sweet moments, like you you mentioned with like kids and their teachers. Yeah. I think that's what it comes down to. This has really been a good time for humanity and outreach and doing good for other people and checking on other people. And, and, you know, I believe that if that's what we're modeling, as individuals, it should be modeled in our content too. I mean, it, it, you know, we, we've said this a million times. I don't believe there's a difference between how people are in real life and how they are in social, that that gets played up a lot. And I get it. Um, I think that's mostly just our feelings of, of jealousy or just, we don't like certain people. So we're going to take them <laughs> down for how they present themselves on social, but I've yet to find somebody, um, and we can talk influencers and things like that, but I'm just talking friends of ours, people that we know in our regular lives who, 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 you know, are on Instagram, um, or social, most everybody is pretty much in line with how they are as a person. Um, so if we're going to act like that and we should be acting like that, even when there isn't a pandemic, but, um, if we're going to do that content needs to mirror that too. And, um, you know, this is the time to jump into, you know, your, your, you know, your comments, if you're a brand and, 
Um, I saw Matt Navarra, um, you know, tweeted out uh, or posted in, in on Facebook the other day. This is a good time to, you know, to be able to do all those creative ideas that your boss used to would, would say no about. Like this is the time to, 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 to put that stuff out there. This is the time to get active in the comment sections and interact with your, your customers and interact with your audience. Um, because they're looking for it. They need that outreach. They need that level of, of care. And, um, I think that's something that's been really fun to watch for me on, on, on social. This may sound weird, but I feel like this entire experience has made me feel liberated in one sense, kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier in that people now kind of like get what I do a little bit and like understand how you are able to not just make money online, but communicate online and like basically like, you know, run most of my life and business like through through digital devices and, you know, and streaming services and all of that. But also I felt from like a, a thought leader position, this is my time to step up. This is my time to use, I guess I'll call this a gift. Like I feel like I'm a, a positive person and that comes naturally to me. And we really need that right now. We need we need positive people to remind everyone that we're going to get through this and that we should have hope. And I, I realize that there there is a place for the people on the other end of the spectrum, too. Like, I'm not saying like everyone needs to be like, you know, rainbows and unicorns. We need the people out there who are communicating and spreading the messages that like, that you know, this is a big deal and we do need to be concerned about it. But I think that... Th- all, all types of personalities are, are needed right now. And I have felt like I can more openly be myself. And even something as small as I, I found a stack of old prints that I designed like years ago. And I used to post these on my other brand's account on Elegance and Enchantment. And they're just like little motivational designs. And I'm like, what if I just, I'm just going to start posting these every day. And I think that had this not happened, I wouldn't have done that because I would have felt like it would have been, I don't know, too over the top or I I would have overthought it for some reason. But I feel like this has just given me permission to do more of what is what's inside of me that I haven't really like allowed myself to put out there. Yeah, no, I think that's I think that's great. On the other hand, are you going to talk about negativity? Are you going to be that? You're going to be that person who's like, I'm going to make a right here about for a second. This? No, 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 no. I honestly, like I said, there's been a lot of fun things that, you know, uh, you know, I've been kind of witnessing as even as shows are now moving to like, you know, things are being recorded at home and, you know, we're connecting people from their houses and Rachel had on, um, Kelly and Ryan the other day. And, uh, you know, they're, they're at home, they're in their pajamas, they're doing, you know, like, and it's kind of cool. Like it's, you know, that's, that, that fits the model and it works well. Like I liked seeing things like that, but now, you know, me, there, there, there hasn't been a shortage of things that have kind of irked me throughout this, throughout this pandemic when it comes to, uh, to social media. So before I, I volunteer, one of the things that kind of some things that have gotten under, uh, my skin, uh, has anything annoyed you? In, in in regard to what you've been seeing on social um, or, or interacting with? There is 
One thing that comes to mind, but I don't want to come down too hard on it because I don't feel super strongly about it. It's just something that I feel like maybe more people than necessary are doing it. Okay. Do you want to guess what it is? I guess I'll no, come what out is and it? Say 20 it. questions? Just come out and say it. It's it's the <laughs> Again, Maybe I should I, guess it. You don't seem like you know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? Um it's it's the it's the time lapsed workouts and the and the push up challenges. Uh, I'll I'll group those into one category. And the reason that I feel a little bit funny about mentioning this, first of all, is because I've seen friends who I know and love posting them. <laughs> Fitness is uh, something that I really value. I work out every day. I have probably post, I mean, I know that I for sure that I posted about it for sure on social media, but ultimately I feel like that's not exactly what my brand is and it it kind of goes back to what we talked about in in the last episode about like why are you are you really doing this are you are people going to be encouraged to work out by seeing you do this or do you just want to tell people that you're using the peloton free 90 day trial i don't know i feel like that's been my entire feed and after a while i guess i guess this is why i haven't done it after seeing it like 20 times in a row the effectiveness starts to wane. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's, I think you're right. And, and the, the thing about those workout posts or the, you know, um, kind of bringing people through your routine, like just because people have more time now during the day, hypothetically to, to consume content on Instagram, doesn't mean that that's the stuff that they need to sort of see. Like, you know, it doesn't mean that it's bad content. It just doesn't mean that it has to be on social media. Like, you know, and, and, you know, to me, that's sort of like what we're talking about here. Like, there's no reason why somebody needs to post their workout routine and I'm supposed to have some kind of like, oh, I'm home. So I might as well start banging out the same workout that this, you know, like, you know, you said before about like using your voice for a purpose, for a purpose that fits what you do, not necessarily like overstepping your boundaries in areas that might not be what people look at you for, you know? Yeah, no, you just nailed it. It's it's not that I don't appreciate seeing these people being active and doing something positive, but I think that the average person thinks, okay, I'm not going to post my entire day. I have to kind of limit how many, you know, how many Instagram stories I put up. So if you're putting up, you know, four slides of you doing yoga, then that means four slides that you can't use for something that you were really good at and that I want to hear information from you about. That probably wasn't phrased right, but no, I think you I get, get what, what I'm saying. saying. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I'm more terrified of getting tagged in a push-up challenge video than I am of getting coronavirus. So, <laughs> you know, it's 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 a really de it's a delicate thing whenever I get tagged on something and I'm like, oh, this better not be one of those. So fortunately, I've ducked it so far. People know that I don't really have a lot of upper body strength, so they probably avoid me having to do 10 push-ups. I was just going to say, clearly, you have a, a very clear brand message that people know not to tag you because that wouldn't be something that you would be able to follow up on or that you would be yeah. un unwilling to participate in. What would be my what would be my brand, my outward brand? <laughs> I think this is it. This is black jacket and gray wall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't 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 talk to me. Yeah. No, this that's 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 pretty spot on. Uh <laughs> my 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 thing that has sort of kind of gotten under my skin a little bit is is like there's such an 
influx in Instagram lives. Like oh. it's weird that it's taken it's taken these circumstances. Like it's weird that it's taken a pandemic to like make people use Instagram live. But here we are, you know, and and it's like you log in and, you you know, you usually see your stories at the top. But like the first six or seven or eight or nine and ten someday, like it's double digits some days are like people's live videos. And it's like, you know, I don't mind seeing like, you know, major sports brands or things like that that are doing something live when everything is normal outside, quote unquote normal. But, you know, I don't really need to see you know, somebody go live just to show me the breakfast routine of their daughter. Like, that's not really doing it for me. And like, but there they are every morning. And and I am so over that. At the same time, like you and I had a conversation earlier in the week about the stay home sticker on Instagram that that they've kind of like put into their own um, story feature. I'm not a big fan of the duplication of content. I feel like if I've seen it on one person's story, I should automatically not have to see it on the stay home thing. Mm-hmm. If I go through I that or vice versa, just leave it out. I mean, I get it. I get the novelty of it. It's kind of kind of cool. You know, definitely something for people to band together with as a common cause. I like that. Uh, but I don't necessarily feel like the duplication is is necessary. You know, it's kind of like when you pre-download a song on like iTunes or something like that. If something is released early and you download it when the rest of the album is made available, they don't have you download the song twice. They just assume you've downloaded it already. We don't have to do this a second time. Yes. Like I feel like Good that should analogy. be intuitive to, to, to Instagram with this. You've ruined the stay home thing for me because I, I was all about it. And then we had a discussion about it. And now when I go to hover over it, I think about all the stuff that you said and I'm like, ah, oh, like now my experience <laughs> Such is Such a ruined. trendsetter in this relationship. <laughs> I love it. I'm just pulling you down to the dark side uh, one conversation at a time. But I think that I brought out the Instagram stories first. I think I texted yeah, you. Swung, I, 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 took a, I took a screen grab and, and cropped it. So you just saw like the very top of my feet and it was like, it gets in the way of oh, what Oh yeah, you accidentally hit it and then you're all you're, you're into it. And then, you know, depending upon who's going live, then they see that you're in there. Like if it's a major company, nobody's going to care. But if it's like, you know, your friend from down the road, you're like, shit, I shouldn't be in here. Like, yeah. Yeah. Instagram, if you're listening, um, I have a design suggestion, and that is now with the the influx of the Instagram lives, it needs its own row, and we need the ability to hide it if we want in our preferences. I think that would make that would make you and I happy at least. Oh, I'm in. I'm into that. <laughs> I honestly am reminded of the conversation we had with with Carly when she was on the show a couple of months ago about her like pleased to like change Instagram the way the layout of it is, and I think that's another one that I would second like that definitely needs to be done with this yes um yeah those i mean it you know it, obviously we're being funny with some of this stuff but that's definitely something that has kind of like as the week has gone on and you're looking to sort of like you know decompress from your day a little bit uh, uh you know and you're unwinding and looking at instagram uh, if i got to see content twice like because it's so it's so not instagram like it's quick stories are quick out and done i don't go back to things after i've after i've consumed them so it seems weird to see a duplicate you know a, a couple of times in, mm-hmm. in, in that cons, in that consumption process i think i must follow much more many more people than you because i don't i feel <laughs> That's like the understatement yeah <laughs> i've i think i have seen the duplication maybe on my personal account, but on my business account, I don't feel like I've seen that. So maybe there are just that many people using the sticker and you've used the sticker. So don't pretend that you like hate it completely. I don't hate it completely. I like the banding together. I just wish I wouldn't have to see it twice. Okay. I like, I like taking part in something with other people. If it's something I've clearly, I agree with, 
but uh, I don't necessarily want my content to be seen twice or have to see other people's content twice. Let's try to pay attention to the crux of my argument here. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to call anyone out on this, but have you seen anyone use the stay home sticker in a not stay home type of post? Not yet. <laughs> I feel like I, I saw one today that I'm like, eh, I don't know that this necessarily qualifies. I had somebody that I follow who was like, who, who, who had something that said, get outside the other day. Now, clearly she must have gone for a walk, but I felt like it was a little bit of like a leading message where it's like, okay, yeah get outside for a walk for a little bit, but like, don't, don't linger, you know, oh, let's get back yeah. inside oh, as you quickly like... as you can. Cause it definitely seemed like it was like a, it's a beautiful day out. Get out. No, 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 no. <laughs> walk, <laughs> brisk walk and get back inside. Don't, 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 don't tarry here. Don't stay out there. Right. Yeah. Um, Bonus points for using the word tarry, by the way. That's, that's, that's a yes. pretty good poll for, uh, for <laughs> we're doing this on a Friday night after a work week. That's not bad. Yes. And what a week it has been, I think, for, for both of us. I'm surprised that, that we're able to have like any type of coherent discussion. Yeah. No, this is pretty good, all things considered. Yeah. How about Twitter? Have you seen anything annoying there? Let's not hate too much on Instagram. Uh, ev everything is overwhelming <laughs> on Twitter. I actually took a self-imposed like vacation on Twitter uh, uh, last weekend. Um, I just had to get away from it. And, and frankly, like, I'm not one to like, you know, I think we did an episode a long time ago on, on social media hiatuses or taking time away from it or social media breaks. And I'm all for like, you know, doing things to kind of help your mental health. And, and, you know, if that's something that you identify as something that you need to do, it's never, I, I think I bragged to you at one point in time on the show, not a brag, but I think I just said like, I've never really done it. I never felt the need to do it. It's part of what I am and who I, you know, what I've become. But I had to walk away from it. It's just it was so much and like it's all negative news and I get it. Like I'm not trying to sit here and say like I'm a baby about it. I just think there's only so much of something that you can take before you have to go like, OK, I get it. It's not good out there. Enough said, you know, like mm -hmm. walk, walk away and tell me when there is something that I, that I can actually like cling to as maybe good news or, you know, there's something additional that I should probably be aware of that's not good news. But um, but you know, that's the nature of who you follow too. I mean, and it's the nature of who, who retweets certain things. And you know, when you can't really control any of that, by the way, uh, Joe P's butcher block accepted my follow request. Oh yes. Um, You're in. Yeah, I'm in. I'm psyched about that. <laughs> um, but when you, you know, when you sort of have, you know, some control over who you follow, you know, uh, you know, that's kind of your fault, but um, you know, the, the nature of the content has just been so depressing that I feel like I had to just walk away from it. Uh, so that's been, I've been a little bit quieter on, on my, my consumption on Twitter that I have in, in, in some weeks. What I have liked though, is, is the, the, the cuteness of like how people have been kind of making their home office routines, like part of content, like, um, Jess Smith, one of our, our, um, her white whales on this show. We're going to get her one of these days. Um, but, uh, she, uh, has been doing things about like, you know, showing, you know, what coffee mug are you drinking out of today at, you know, at home? And like, people have some really awesome mugs. Like that's been a lot of fun to see and participate in. So I like how people are using it for, for good too. Cause that's, again, it goes back to what we were saying before, like, this is how we're treating people. And this is why, you know, that this is what we need to be doing to check up on people's, you know, sanity at this time. Like, let's try to bring as much positivity and good news as we can, uh, onto our social platforms too. I love that thread. I feel yeah, like I, I, I looked at like every one of those mugs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I haven't participated because my, my coffee mug, I usually just use the same one every day, but maybe I'll, maybe I'll contribute with my, 
my night mug, my tea mug, which is, I use different ones for that. You have a night mug? Well, I use, I always use just like the same, I have like a bunch of these like big red mugs because I like drinking my coffee out of big cups, but for tea, I like drinking them out of smaller ones. So that's when I'll like open up the mug cabinet where I have like a bunch of different ones and I'm picturing like from there. this like this giant cabinet opening up and <laughs> yeah, you just like, like looking at and like birds multiple... flying out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like it's a big to do. Which one am I going to pick today? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't do that. You told me you've been drinking out of different mugs every day. Yeah, I got to change it up a little bit. No, I definitely do. But uh, uh, I don't know. A lot of other people have some pretty sweet mug collections, all things considered. I got a couple that I like, but not nearly as many as uh, as some people do. So, Do you need me to design you a new one? Well, that's something I could, we should probably think about. Yeah. Yeah, I might have to put you to, use, put you to work on that. Yeah, I'd be happy to. That would be fun. Well, we'll collaborate. On a, maybe, maybe, a, maybe a Skype call or something like that. Whatever works for you. We'll do one of those. I don't know if if we'll you're meet face to face to do this. Just to have <laughs> to have a, a mug. Oh, during yeah. during the crisis, that's when yeah, we'll choose to right. like to meet in person. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Cross state borders, maybe get on a flight. Like, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything that anything to just fly in the face of it. No, no, no. But yeah, well, that sounds like a fun uh, a fun project. Yeah, and maybe we'll maybe we'll create a collection for our podcast audience. Ooh, that's cool. Is this a is this a project that's brewing like in real time? Yeah, actually I think it would be really <laughs> cool to kind of have like, you know, okay, like certain sayings or things that we've that we've said on the podcast that we can kind of incorporate into some kind of design on a mug or things that we've had like guests, you know, guests have said that have been like lines that have stuck with us that we can kind of attribute to them and yeah, because you know. guys, if you already had uh, low opinions of our coolness factor, uh, we quote our own podcast to each other and guests that we've had on before. All right, well, coming soon, the PFC Mug Shop. <laughs> Titles and it's, it's a, a working, working title. title. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's come back to that one. <laughs> let's not put that out there just yet. <laughs> If you've enjoyed this episode, help us spread the word on social media. Tag us at pod creatives and let us know which stood out to you. You know, people are definitely able to connect more. And I've been the same. I mean, nothing really has changed with me. But, um, but you haven't no, made any new friends. You're not, made, you're no, not attending happy hours. <laughs> My team wanted to do a virtual happy hour and I was like, ah. all right, maybe we'll see. We'll figure it out.